Hi, my name is Charlene Lewis-Sutherland. This podcast was produced for GSFS 306 Queer Theory as a critical response submission due on April 1st, 2021. I'm located in Jojage, also known as Montreal, an unceded territory of the Ganyagahaga. This podcast will discuss two BIPOC scholars whose work decenters whiteness and its disciplining normativity. The works of Jose Esteban Munoz and Joshua Whitehead share a thread of strategic transformation. Using various tactics to reframe and metamorphose, these authors reconceive patriarchal colonial oppressions to engender radical queer futures. Over the course of the semester, we have discussed a number of theories and writers that have contributed greatly to queer theory and expanded possibilities for queer bodies. In the footnotes of Jay Lalonde's article on Joshua Whitehead's book, Johnny Appleseed, the writer asserts the need to deconstruct systems of colonialism in order to, quote, imagine alternative futures, end quote. This notion of futurity, as imagined by queer writers, has a long genealogy. Although I do not intend to trace this genealogy, one of my favorite writers, Audre Lorde, stresses this need in her moving work, A Litany for Survival. Lorde speaks of those who seek Quote, a now that can breed futures like bread in our children's mouths, end quote. As a queer writer and Black woman, Lord's work expressed her rejection of strictures of heteronormativity and white supremacy. Lord's work, as evidenced by Litany for Survival and others, spoke to the changes she demanded from contemporary Western society. Since January, we have studied a number of writers whose work also demands that we reframe oppressive structures and systems so that queer futures are visioned and imagined in more loving, life-giving, nuanced, and powerful ways. Jose Esteban Munoz writes about a process called disidentification in his 1999 text, Disidentifications. In this book, he approaches identity formation, referencing artists and scholars such as Marga Gomez, William E. Connolly, Jean Laplante, and Yves Sedgwick. For Munoz, disidentification is a means for subjects that have been minoritized to negotiate their way in a normative world and, quote, phobic majoritarian public sphere, end quote. Subjects who have been marginalized may be disciplined into roles that don't fit or don't work, or they may be forced to dissociate from their culture, race, gender, or sexuality in order to gain power or access. This can look like attaining certain levels of prestige or recognition at the cost of cultural survivance. For people such as queers of color, disidentifying through reading, quote, oneself and one's own life narrative in a moment, object, or subject that is not culturally coded to connect with, end quote, can be an approach to contending with institutions such as the academy, the academy which does not historically value these voices or scholarship. To quote Sarah Ahmed, it may be a way of, quote, working on the university while in the university, end quote. The strategy of disidentification is a powerful reframing of cultural forms and refocusing of energy into countercultural knowledge production, as well as an exploration and desubjugation of knowledges. Joshua Whitehead's Johnny Appleseed operates in a similar fashion, desubjugating and transforming. In an interview with the CBC, Joshua Whitehead discusses his 2018 work, Johnny Appleseed. The titular character is Cree, two-spirit, and quote, pained and triumphant, and refuses to fall into the peripheries, end quote. 
In the novel, Johnny deals with anti-indigeneity and poverty in his personal life while making a living through cybersex work. Back home in Peguis First Nation, Appleseed contends with the colonizing legacy of homophobia. When discussing shame and stigma that Appleseed and others like him face, Whitehead draws on Cree notions of animateness. His book employs this idea as Whitehead seeks to, quote, animate our pain in hopes that we can make love to it, end quote. Whitehead centers Johnny's pain and the pain of others. He destigmatizes shame by naming it and doing so publicly. His goal is to transform the pain so it can heal. Pain and shame are things that need to be seen, need to be remembered. Similar to Kamala Mackerel's work, where they reimagine and reformulate to, quote, offer a counter-memory of the future, end quote, Whitehead is offering new entries in the future archive through making love to pain. Through strategies of disidentification and the shifting of pain into love, people with minoritized identities can reimagine their worlds. Lord's Litany for Survival reminds the reader of the stakes in navigating this hostility. The strategies are complex and critical because the subject moves through a world they, quote, were never meant to survive, end quote.